Hey, hey, world. It's your girl, Jana. It's your girl, Tiana. And this is Curls Culture Couture, the podcast. Where we discuss the latest in pop culture and the behind the grind of the hair, beauty, and style business. Talking, yeah, we're talking. Yes, oh, people can hear us. Oh, hello, hey, hey, how y'all doing? (laughs) I had to just watch the until they got for it. was like before you knew they they picked up the phone, you right? The people in the background, oh, oh, hey, (laughs) y'all, happy 2020 and all that good stuff. We're back. I know that we haven't, um, you know, 2019 was a little bit busy, a little bit bumpy. Let me tell y'all about this flu season, though. <laughs> Did it it's, get you? It's out here. Sna- well, you know, my husband it's, had the flu. Oh, yeah. It's, it's out here snatching Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's I had serious. like between stomach virus and the flu. My house was sick for like three and a half weeks, probably a month. To me, my husband, it, it, it was it was something. So I'm just saying, y'all be safe in this flu season. Wash your hands. Don't let people be coughing all in your face. <laughs> be all in your face. Don't do it. And be mindful of them kid germs. If you have babies like we do at daycare, I'm telling you, the kid germs will take a nation out. Yeah, I have been be fortunate <laughs> to, to have not been taken out yes. yet by um, kid germs, but um, felt like I was coming close. Yeah, but thank God for your deliverance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because don't nobody want to be taken out no, by kid germs. No, 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 we don't. No, we don't. So we, uh, so much. So oh, gosh. Much. Welcome to 2020. Yes. Don't forget to put 2020 when you're signing things. Um, just, just a, you know, public service announcement from your girls. Um, make sure you put 2020 so nobody messes up your check or messes up any of your documents or anything that you're signing. Uh, that was officially on the news. So, you know, that's real. Make sure you write out 2020 when you're signing any documents. We put the date. Um, so you don't get spizammed or uh, what's the other word? Scam. That's that's the word I'm looking for. Spizam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we had to take a little bit of a um, hiatus after our live after our live show because we were just busy trying to round out the year, get ourselves together, and prepare. Uh, as you recall, we are doing the video one video a week challenge over here your girl has <laughs> see see when people haven't done it like the the energy the vibe like you 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 probably don't hear somebody talking right now she's not even gonna chime in but it's okay your I girl hear, your girl's gonna chime in i'm just i'm knows. just see i didn't even no, I didn't even say it. I didn't even look at her. I ain't even looking at her. Honest about my life and what I'm going through. I I have put up my video every week since the year. I started on the, you know, I started on um January second. I've been rolling them out every Thursday. But um, hey, it's only two videos, so let's not get you know carried away here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've only done two, but I'm on a roll, so. Yes, but we're in. But I will give Tiana credit. She has a vision. She has her setup ready yes. to go. She 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 is preparing. I and am. you know what? Here's the deal. If you're anything like me and you struggle, because everybody is getting all hype around, oh, the new year, new me, new year, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Listen, I ain't never ready. When January <laughs> comes around, I'm not ever ready. So I, I don't really start the year until February for real. Like January, I feel like it's just... You know, the warm-up. 
everything you said you were going to do, oh, next year I'm going to do this. Like, January is the warm-up. So you may start right there at the beginning of January. You may not get all the way warmed up until February 1. But at least be, you know, let January be your 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 meal prep, a.k.a. You know, let it be your prep, your goal prep. So you're getting ready. You're getting everything lined up. If you missed, if you couldn't get it together in December, it's okay. A year is 12 months. You know, it can, you can start your 12 months whenever you want. Me, I, I like to start in, in February. Officially, so. Officially. We go, you know, and no pressure. Nobody make you feel bad no for pressure. it because they're Take doing time. this and they're doing that. You know, just get her done. You know, exactly. just, just get, start, it done. get it done. Don't don't procrastinate now. Don't no. use that as an excuse to procrastinate. Do Go ahead and get started. We are, you know, the year has begun. We're a couple weeks in now. Come on, clap, clap, For real. chop, chop. Let's let's get to it. But I will give her credit because I I did actually see the setup with my own two eyes. See, so I know she is she's actually I'm ready. But on it. Now, see, here's the thing. And I only have one kid, so, I mean, that's part of, you know. I but mean, how, how she said, like, <laughs> don't um don't procrastinate yet. Because if I, I'm just being all the way honest with y'all. If I don't get a video out this Friday, it's going to mess me up. Like, really. Because it's, then it's going to be like, okay, mm-hmm. next week. And then the next week. And then the next also, week. what you're saying is I need to be down but on your behind is that is that what you're saying that's yes. your communication i mean you already have no problem don't let me post anything on my ig story because here no comes problem. jonna with the eyes like what are you doing have we posted a is video, that video i haven't on. seen it okay well it was so today like, tuesday yep. yeah today is tuesday so, so you got two more days that is on my to-do list i have been for me this year Donna is just about commitment it's like the year of commitment I got a new slogan for y'all Uh-oh. y'all will find out at the end of the video at the end of the episode but I, I haven't it, even heard it I'm ready yes you have I did tell you oh you I did you. I forgot don't worry about it <laughs> okay. oh don't let me look at my text so it's Mommy about brain. commitment consistency because I feel like you can have all of the plans in the world but if there's no commitment and there's no consistency you are not going to see the fruits of your labor. So, for instance, a lot of people say, you know, in in regards to, like, relationships or maybe your attitude, like, you keep doing the same thing. How do you expect to get a different result? Well, that's in your life in general, whatever it is, your finances, if you're trying to have a life goal, like for me, it's getting up earlier, becoming a morning person. It is possible. Mm. Mm. It is a possible thing Mm. because I, all of my life, and I'm going mm. into to chapter 40 mm. in a couple of months. But all of my life, I have not been a warning person. I've always proclaimed that. I've always said that out of my mouth. And this year, before the year rolled in, I said, I want to be a morning person. I want to get up early. My goal is 5 o'clock. I've been hitting 6, but my goal is 5. So, mm. Well, let me just say this. <laughs> As a person who gets up often at five or six o'clock in the morning, not by choice, um, I'm still not a morning person. Yet I get up at I, I will get up at five. I'm not a morning person. I repeat. I repeat. I am not a morning person. So if you, I think reason I'm saying that is because sometimes we will feel like if we don't get up and we're not like. Oh, I'm ready to start my day. I'm turned up, height, da da da. Then we're not a morning person, and so then we're we're somehow we shouldn't get up. Like you may not be excited if you get up at five. No, you're you may not be a morning person. Like you may not enjoy it. It may not be your 
your thing. You still may struggle at that 5 a.m. when that alarm clock go off. I don't care how long you get up at 5 a.m., you still looking at that clock like, Lord. Right. Why? Why? But keep doing it anyway because you could recreate that consistent schedule and it gets easier to get up and do whatever it is you, you have to do. And some stuff, you know, those are the things you do at 5 a.m. where you don't have to be a morning person like me. If I get up for something at 5, it's going to the gym. I'm not going to go take a group gym class where there's like a lot of music and high energy and, and the instructor's like, come on, guys, we got this. Let me hear you say, yeah. No, 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 no. Your girl, your girl can't take it. If I get up at 5 a.m., I'm going to go work out. I'm going to put some headphones on. I'm going to lift weights. I'm going to listen to trap music. And that's, that's, I don't have to talk to anybody. I put my headphones on on my way in the gym, on my way out the gym. I don't have to speak a word. I do my little workout and I walk out. Like, because that's all I can muster up the strength to do if I get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I know what my limitations are because I'm not like that morning person. Some people get up at five and they can, you know, their brain is flowing. They can get their <laughs> writing done. They're writing a journal and they do all that. Sometimes I don't even want to talk to God at five o'clock in the morning. So I know I'm not talking to nobody else or writing to nobody else or doing none of that stuff. Do whatever you can do at that time. So if you get up at five and you just know like, hey, I'm not a morning person. You know, the only thing I can do at five o'clock in the morning is pray or write, write things down or write, write out my to-do list. Or maybe you can, you are the person that can get up and go for a run outside or, or go to the gym and take a class early in the morning. Like if that's your thing, then, then do that. Sometimes you just, maybe you just need some time, that time to get up and fix yourself a healthy breakfast. Like. Whatever it is, you know, start off just doing whatever your body feels like and your mind feels like it can do at five until you get used to getting up. Because if you, it's already enough getting up at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. But then if you're going to say, well, I'm getting up at five o'clock because I'm going to go take this um, high energy spin class. And you know your mind is not in the mood for Chipper Becky at five o'clock in the morning. Chipper y'all, y'all, we've listened. You go to the gym, you probably have run into Chipper Becky, or maybe it's a Zumba class where you got to be super coordinated or you're going to trip and fall. Like, do, that may not be what you need to do at five o'clock in the morning when you wake up. <clears throat> right. Because what's end up happening is when you know you got to, you're getting up at five and you're doing the thing you dread, you're really not going to want to get up at five. When that alarm clock hit, the first thing your mind is thinking about is, oh, I got to get in the car and drive to the gym or whatever it is that you dread doing, like make it something that you, when you get up, like mentally you can handle and that you, you're going to feel better about until you get more and more used to getting up at that hour. Cause once your body starts realizing that, Hey, we getting up at five. What I found is that my body will already start to wake up. So sometimes even if I set my alarm at five, I wake up at like four fifty-seven because the alarm clock annoys me. <laughs> so it's like my body's like, "Girl, we gonna wake you up before you gotta hear that alarm. We gonna help you out." But it took time. It took time. 
it took a long time to get used to it. And I, like I said, I'm still not a morning person. I just know what it is I can do at 5 a.m. and not be pissed. But you see, here's the thing. I think a morning person <laughs> is a relative term. Because for me, I see a morning person as somebody being able to get up out of the bed at 5 or 6 uh, yeah. in the morning. Some you people know what I mean? cannot. You're Some right. People Some people cannot. cannot and I, that was me, like snooze 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 until i have like 20 minutes to get dressed and then i'm rushing and then my Mm -hmm. mind is not set so so for me it comes from a place of needing to kind of just like you said when you wake up you're not like oh 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 oh." it kind of gives my brain a chance Mm -hmm. to wake up before i move out before i get out of the house Mm -hmm. for me personally I take the time to, I have a journal that I write in with more so like an affirmation book that Mm -hmm. I write my affirmations in. And then I do um, my praying and I have this book, um, prayers for the busy mom. So, um, I read that book and then I say my prayers and I'm, well, I did a couple of days, have some tea just to kind of like open up my mind, have my breakfast. Mm -hmm. So for me personally, it's almost to get my engine started because I always felt like getting up at the last minute literally had my mind getting up at the last minute and then it affects the rest of my day and how my day is going and it doesn't allow me to be as productive so for me doing it um this is going on my second week that i'm doing it picking out my clothes at night Mm -hmm. you know it's less on my brain less that i have to do i know for me i said well hey a lot of times i give myself that excuse i have three kids i'm a wife i'm this i'm that i'm not going to get up in the morning and do my makeup i don't feel like doing it well guess what honey i'm a makeup artist and i want people to not only just see my work i want to represent my business right so when i say i'm a makeup artist and half the time you see me and child you looking like whatever because i'm not gonna get dressed up for this job because that's up nine to five so I'm not going to get dressed up for this job. I'm I'm going to, you know, I got to get out of the door. I right. got to get my kids together or whatever I got to do. That's what I have to do. So I'm going to make it a last resort. So what I've been doing is choosing to be committed to, sorry guys, the little one's here. <laughs> Come here. I put I've been choosing to be committed to me being, one, a better mom, because I've even incorporated the kids. I've gotten them up earlier so they can get breakfast. And my daughter actually said, Mom, I like this. I like it. I get them up at 7. They don't have to be out of the house until probably like 8.40, something like that. Mm-hmm. But they their showers are taken at night. They pick their clothes out. You have more time. Even their brains are able to wake, wake up, up and be able mm-hmm. to get on their get yeah. on their way. And so I when feel they, rushed. Yeah, when they told me, Hey, this is kind of, this is good. We actually like getting up early and eating our breakfast and not eating it going out the door. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be times where they might pack something to eat on the bus because my habits were translating onto my children. Right. So when I saw that I'm changing, even in a short amount of time, and when my daughter said, "Hey, mom, I notice a difference. I see a difference." I know that I'm like, oh, dang, this is a good thing. Mm -hmm. I need to keep this up. This is incorporating into my household so everybody can flourish. Because to be honest, we always say we want our kids to be better than what we are. Mm -hmm. And we have to be the examples. Right. No matter how many many hours they spend in school, how many times they spend in daycare, for real, for real, we're their first example. The mom and dad, we're the first example of what they should be and what life should be for them. So if we want them to develop good habits, we have to live by that. We can mm-hmm. no longer go on the do as I say, not as I do right. type of motto. We have to actually be about our business. So yeah. for me, the definition of a morning person for me was not like the super happy person. Like those people are like an anomaly. 
They are right. strange to me <laughs> and foreign because I don't understand how you could be so happy. Now, don't get me wrong. By the time I get to work. They probably go to bed early, too. Probably, too. Those, pro- those people go to bed early. Probably, too. But by the time yeah. I get to work, I'm good enough to say, hey, how you doing? See, I'm not good there. Good morning. You know, so I. Yeah, I'm, I don't get warmed up to about 10. No, see, but by me getting up. Even at, though I get up at 5 or 6 in the morning. You get warmed up by the time you get no, to work? No, no. That's why I said I'm not a morning person. Like, I, I'm a person that can get up in the morning. But and 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 purposely get up in the morning. So like I said, I can clear my mind, but I'm not a morning person. I'm not a person that enjoys waking up early in the morning. But I do what I gotta do to do what I gotta do. Yeah, so that's just something that I have been incorporating into my life. You just try to be a little you. bit more consistent, have a little bit more consistency, and that for that reason, that's why Jonna has seen the content because I'm trying to be like it's in my face. I walk home every day and I see it, and I know I have to get it done. So, and even like you get it done, yeah. Even bring we we'll start my, February one. No, we're gonna do it Friday, Jonna. I mean, oh no, you're gonna do it Friday, but I'm just saying, you know. Oh yeah. So, I mean, that's Long just... You, you that, can, you'll, you'll have a couple... You'll be in the swing by February yeah, 1. You'll have your exactly. routine down and how you... And listen, some of the videos that I'm going to be putting up are videos that were recorded last year. <laughs> right, right. Early last year. Like, I even have, like, baby shower footage that I never right. made into content. it. So, like, these are things that mm-hmm. I have had and I just have not actually made them into videos i have like three or four videos that i just have the footage and i just haven't taken the time to um edit them because because baby um so and then also and i know that's just um, real life well i don't i'm not gonna say i know but i believe john does this Uh but i was saying speaking for myself if you are taking this challenge along with us my recommendation is not to record week by week my recommendation yeah. is to record multiple videos in a day. So, like, for example, oh, yeah. with me, <clears throat> I do wig reviews, makeup. I'm incorporating um, fashion more so than I have before. And then lifestyle. So, <coughs> excuse me. So, I'm going to do a wig review. But I'm going to take that same hair and makeup. And I'm going to slap on my hair. I mean, my fashion video that I plan to do. And... And then I wanted to do another one. So I would have essentially three, three weeks. Videos, so if yeah. something did happen, the only thing, because let me tell you, setting up to record and all of that is a beast in and of itself. Yeah, like don't <clears> waste <throat> that. Yeah, so. And doing your makeup too. Exactly. So if you can knock it out, so if so if life happens the week after, only thing you have to do is edit. Yeah, So Facts. you kind of like get yourself in the groove so you have at least three weeks of content um, in order to do it. So that is the, that's the goal and the plan that I have for you me because this. it just will work best for my lifestyle because yep. mama can't create a video every week. I can put yeah. out one every week, but yep. I cannot create one. Every I mean, week. I have a list of things. Of, <clears throat> I've already written out like half of the videos for each week, like the content, what it's going to be, what it's going to be about. That helps me plan for those videos like what Tiana's saying. When you know exactly what the videos are going to be about or an idea of things that you want to make videos about ahead of time, then when you're planning to record, you can look at the list and say, oh, yeah, I can record all three of those videos at the same time with the same makeup on 
in the same wig or whatever, mm-hmm. I could make all of that work and get them all filmed at the same time. So I'm excited and I hope you guys are participating um, in the challenge. Um, a new segment alert. I just told Tiana this is a new segment, so this is this is the new news. So, you know, our show is called Curls Culture Couture. And, you know, I got to say, we used to do, like, a curl, a natural hair, curly hair topic um, announcement of sorts. Like, if there were natural hair events going on in our area or, you know, across the country or whatever, we were always announcing. But then guess what? Folks stopped doing, um, really stopped doing events and stuff. So there wasn't really a lot to share. So we kind of just like, it just kind of went away. And so I thought, hey, why don't we bring like that back? So our podcast is supposed to be, you know, beauty, fashion, and pop culture topics with a little, you know, behind the grind of the beauty and style industry. So I thought, wouldn't it be helpful to maybe start the episode out before we get into what's, you know, the hot mess in these internet streets? What if we got into a little bit of like a beauty and um, beauty hair style tip or whatever you have you? So this week's tip is being brought to you by me because it's being brought to you by me by way of the ladies of Salon Noah. Because if you guys have not noticed already, they are our natural hair resource for 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 the nine nine in the two thousand. Yesterday, so my tip that I would like to share for this episode is get you a natural hair professional. Get get you one and go see them. I don't care if you go see them once or twice a year. If you go see them every three months, every quarter, every change of the season is also a good kind of reminder. Or if you're like me and you go every two weeks and you haven't touched your own hair since you got pregnant. <laughs> my baby is one. I People ask me all the time about my hair. Who does my hair? What did I use on my hair? How did you get your hair like that? What is that style? And I'm like, Salon Noah is the answer. Don't ask me. I don't know. Do I have pro- No, I don't have. My family is like, girl, you got some pro. I don't have nothing. I go to Salon Noah. I go to Salon Noah. You should go to Salon Noah. <laughs> so whether you're here in the area or you are wherever you are, I really encourage you to seek out and find a natural hair care professional that can really look at your hair and see what you cannot see the back of your head. I don't know how many times the ladies of Salon Noah have said that. They probably said it every time we've ever had them on an episode in person or in the recording. You can't see the back of your head. It's helpful to have a professional. Yes, we're all grew up probably. Well, I know I did kitchen beautician. I had a my mother's aunt was a professional hairstylist. She had a salon in her home. I had best friends who were licensed cosmetologists. So I grew up around people that were hair care professionals. Um, so I knew a lot about hair and basic hair care. But when it came to my own head, they're just there are just things I can't see. And, and because I personally am not a licensed cosmetologist, I, I'm not staying up on the latest and the greatest information that there is out there. So if that's you, if you're not a licensed cosmetologist that's getting trained and going to classes and getting an education, 
what harm is it? It can only help if you go and seek professional help and, and make sure that the person, if you are wearing your hair in this natural, loose, kinky, curly state, you know, there's there's stylists out there that can, t- that can take care of your hair. Don't let a bad hairstylist experience deter you from seeking a hair professional it's just like anything else you don't want to like group all hair care professionals in one lump because you had bad experience you just have to really take your time and find a hair care professional yes there are things you can learn to do and and learn from youtube there are things but there's nothing like going in and seeing a hair professional it's like going to the dentist you don't need a dentist to show you how to brush your and floss your teeth every day that you can do on your own but at least twice a year you need to go to the dentist and let them professionally clean your teeth and let the um let the dentist look at your teeth once a year you're probably getting x-rays of your teeth because there's there are things that could be going on that you as the person that brushes your your teeth are literally in your mouth every day you brush and floss them every day but guess what there there could be things going on that you as a non-dental professional cannot identify and, and see and and know what to do about that's why you go into the dentist so that they can clean your teeth and they can evaluate your teeth and nine times out of ten they're going to tell you hey you're doing great keep brushing keep flossing and and using whatever mouthwash you use and keep it moving um but what if not and they, they can head off any issues that you may, might be having that's below the surface that you cannot see. It's the same thing with a hair care professional. So I encourage you, if you haven't already, to find a natural hair care professional. And that is our curls tip of the week, I guess. I don't know what we're going to call this segment, but that's it. You got to come up with something. but <clears throat> I'll come up with, We'll come up with something fancy. With something real fancy, like that's a good tip. Professionals are very um, much needed, yes. and they should be respected because they're the bomb. Mm. And definitely, the ladies at salon know it. So, be in the Hampton Roads area, <laughs> you better get with them. Yes, all we got to say about that. So, moving right along, <laughs> um, you know, pretty. I don't know if it's tragic. Or if it's just oh an Lord. entertaining situation, but y'all know Trick Daddy got arrested recently. Oh, the tragedy or, is his hairline. That's oh, the real gosh. tragedy. But but, the, but carry on. It was um, I don't know DUI, and then he had cocaine. So here's the thing. Here's what I heard. Trick so, Daddy. Dallas. Trick Daddy. If you guys do not know, he has lupus. He was diagnosed years and years ago. He has lupus. So he's he has made a point to let the nations know. That he laces his his marijuana with cocaine. Allegedly, he's let the people know. Because he didn't tell me. So, it's allegedly. He ha- I, have, he, I have listened to interviews yeah, where he has so shared he, that. He, he laces his marijuana with cocaine because he refuses to take the medication that they give him because he doesn't like the reactions it has to his body. Okay. So, this is, how, this is his self-coping mechanism. So, in the article that I did read in regards to his arrest, they did say they found a dollar bill in his in his pocket with some cocaine in it. So, was he rolling around right. with a bag of it? I don't think so. Did he have it in his pos- possession? Yes. Um, well, and that 
enhanced cocaine possession yeah. charges. So <laughs> that's how that all went down. It is a and I sense. believe like his his hairline and all of that is definitely affected by the lupus situation. That's I why know, he but it's I, a hat on for the most is. part. So it's like go bald or maybe you know I don't know. I don't really know because I I have not seen him without a hat on in a very long time. Yeah, so that he picture kind of like kind of took me back because I was like, oh okay, something. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, tragic. Me, it, and I heard he lost his. He may have lost his job. You know, Trick and Trina had that morning show. Yeah. In Miami, and rumor has it that he has not been on the radio. I which is really messed up because I mean, come on, Trina, y'all stop. Why y'all doing this? Why y'all doing Trina like that? Don't do Trina like for every. It seems like everything she's tried to do, they tried to do together. He's messing it up. They were supposed to put out the album. He was he was tripping. They didn't do it. Now they get this morning show, and then this happens. It's like you can't be getting arrested and be on the radio. It doesn't work like that. Uh, well, I I hope it doesn't mess up their. You know what she has going on with him because guess what you did what you did driving drunk is never ever cool and now that's never didn't cool. say that he was driving per se because he was well, he, was he was in knocked, the car he was in the car he was knocked out when they found him. but they <laughs> made him do a feel sobriety they say he true. ran several red lights Oh, I don't know about all of that. Yeah, that's what that I that's he, what the that's what I heard when I heard the report was that he had he had run he had hit some things and had ran several red lights and then that's when I guess maybe the police were called and then they found him. But it was reported that he had ran ran red lights. Now of of course it's all alleged. This is just what the streets is you know, and the news people are saying. But what the streets you know, are saying. I just hate, you know, just mm, First of all, yeah, drunk driving is is dangerous because he could have killed himself and somebody people, else. Definitely. Um, I every time I get in a car with my son, I just hope that there's not some idiot out there drunk driving that's gonna hit me and my kid. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, stay your butt at home. And then as in the as a celebrity, it's like, I mean, listen, there's everyday you know struggling single mothers out here that are calling an Uber. Okay. <laughs> all days of the week he could have called young jock and had young jock pull up and pick him up in the pull up i mean just something have somebody come pick you up you got so many homeboys and people around you i don't understand why somebody is not driving for you like that, that why can't you just have somebody that drives for you when you're intoxicated i don't get that especially as a celebrity like you should not be driving if you are intoxicated and you have the financial means to call and have somebody you can do an uber x if you want to be fancy but get a ride home i don't know if you were going to talk about um young jock pulling up first um, i've heard of it oh you haven't heard of this what you mean i know a news yes, topic that do. tiana doesn't what Didn't my mind is blown Okay, so <clears throat> breaking news. <laughs> I feel so excited. This is the first time ever in the history of Curls Culture Couture. I feel like there should be like some drum roll or something. This is the first time in the history of Curls Culture Couture that I have known about a pop culture topic and Tiana had not yet heard it. 
so this is breaking this is <laughs> this is new to me i don't even know so is this i think this just came out today well young jock of um what what's his song it's going down yes okay of it's going down and loving hip-hop atlanta fame was spotted driving for a ride share company called pull up i guess it's like Uber-esque. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't know if it's based in Atlanta. I don't much, know much about it. I mean, never heard of Pull Up, but it's a ride share. It's sort of like Uber or Lyft. So he was spotted picking somebody up, and I guess they posted a video about it or took a picture or something. So anyway, it went viral. So then he released the video live while he was pulling up in his car with his pull-up outfit on, and he even had his passenger in the back seat. And so basically what he did was he explained that the reason why he was doing it is because he runs an organization. He works with an organization, like a mentorship organization. I think he said Big Brothers, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, or something like that. Big Brothers, Little Brothers. What, anyway. So one of those mentorship organizations and he said a lot of times we are telling these young kids like you know you need to get a job you don't be out you know selling drugs or doing this that, and the third but are we saying that these are jobs that we're too good to do we're not helping these young men because we're making it like it's not cool to do some of the, oh that thing is gonna keep going girl um <laughs> it's gonna sing songs and everything um so if you guys hear a toys in the background, that's what you hear. You hear toys in the background. You all know what's up. Um, so um, he was just saying how, hey, you know, he's just trying to lead by example. And so he's doing it just to show these young men that he mentors that, like, it's this is fine. Like, this is a – he was like, shoot, this is a good way to make money. And so don't be ashamed of, like – you know, he said, and I thought people were going to, like, drag me, but – People are like, hey, do your thing, you know? So it's like, don't be ashamed. There's nothing wrong with having a normal, you know, job because what's happened is like the young people, they they don't want to do normal. It's like if they can't be a rap star and they can't be a basketball star, a football star, you know, rock star or whatever, then it's like, I guess I'm going to go sell drugs. And it's like so many other things they could be, do, they could be doing and they can make an honest living. Why not, you know, I'm going to show them that, yes, you can you can make an honest living like this. Now, that's what he's saying. Now, that's what he's saying why he's doing it. He's not saying that he's broke, he needs the money or anything like that. But that's why he said, that's out the words out of his mouth. And he was like, hey, it's pretty cool to be honest with you. So I don't know if he's, like, investing in the company. I don't know if he's helping them start up. But that's why he said he has been doing it. So, um yeah. Could be could be a startup because according to his Instagram, he has them posted up there, and this was at eight hours ago, and he's just saying if anybody needs to make some extra money, why pay Uber or Lyft twenty to thirty percent of your earnings when you could pay thirty nine ninety nine for the week and keep all your money? So, who knows? But I ain't mad at the brother because we know he's good. doing something. He's true. Still has his radio station. He's not like. Yeah, he's not struggling. Yeah, I don't think he's doing it because he's hard up on it. So if in our little minds as a society, if that's what we think when we see him, then oh well, just like y'all shame the brother from the Cosby Show, and then the brother is earning better than a lot of us. And that's the thing—he's earning honest living. I was talking to my coworker the other day. I said, "Listen, I don't, 
I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast because I don't know who's listening. But it, my point to my coworker was, have you ever gone into Trader Joe's and those people didn't seem like they were happy? They all seem very happy. So, like, who cares that they are grocery baggers? Like, if as if, you know, if that's what you consider, like, the low totem pole of jobs, like, those people seem happy. They seem engaged, you know? And so, so what? It, they earning an honest living. That man can go home with a check and not feel like he's stressed out, not be mad at the world. You go into other establishments and the cashier, you feel like, you feel like, ma'am, if you don't want to be here, you shouldn't be here. But don't give me bad service like it's my fault that you got to work here, you know. And it's like, hey, what's wrong with that? And so that was his point of just showing like, hey, show the young people like, hey, this is a good hustle. This is a good way to make honest money. And, we and you can make that about, money and invest it and do other things. We always talking about multiple streams of income. Why not? I mean, especially for a young person, you got a driver's license and you got a car. Why, why, not, why not do that? And, and it's a way that you could earn some, you know, earn income and then you can flip it and do other things. And I mean, I know people, I know of people that have done those ride shares, Uber, Lyft and all and them all. And they make some good money. Some people quit their actual job and that's what they do. And that's their business. Amazon, I think, is investing in small business owners who want to like own their own delivery truck and they're investing money in those people. And then they can like start with one Amazon prime delivery and then they can get like a fleet and start their own delivery business, basically delivering Amazon products. So it's like, what, what's the harm in that? And I think, I think his point is valid that we have to start, encouraging our young people in our community that there's other things that they can do to make money and earn a living and and we shouldn't we, we out of one side of our mouth we're saying we don't want our young men to go to jail and go to prison but then out of the other side they're getting bullied or teased because they don't have the money to do they don't have the money to buy these certain clothes or certain shoes or whatever or if they go and they work an honest nine to five or they do a Uber or whatever, we are cracking jokes on social media. It's like, we can't have it both ways. If they feel like they're going to get teased or made fun of, or this is not good, then they're going to do what, Hey, nobody's making fun of the people that are out here doing illegal things for money. We aren't on social media clowning them, but you know, Shoot, maybe we should be doing that instead of clowning Jock for a ride and pull up. I mean, hey, I thought the name was genius. Absolutely genius. So why not? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm just impressed that I knew something. You did. You really did. Wow. In other news, shout out to uh, Lori Harvey. Yesterday was her birthday. I'm done. And also, <laughs> girl, live your life, girl. I'm just saying, but I also and heard she was she's be possibly safe. facing a year in jail for her hit and run. She's been charged or will be charged or something, something, something. Well, I didn't mean um, live her best life that day. I mean live her best life because she's supposed to be dating future. Oh, now. yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly from the picture that was posted on Shade Room, they... It's mm-hmm. more than friendship. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. It's definitely more than the friendship. So um, good luck to both of them. But 
She got legal woes, so you know, mm-hmm. good luck on that aspect as well. That pretty face ain't gonna get. I don't know how it's gonna we work out for you. We can't be hitting and running on the people. No, you know what I'm they don't care. Trust me. Ask some these other celebrities that did the hit and runs, and they, they don't mm-hmm. give a darn about it. So I did want to also give a shout out. John says no, don't do it, but I will give a shout out to someone who, you know, like <laughs> I was gonna say, like Oracle Red Parker keeps popping them out. Rabbit, <laughs> Jessica <laughs> Rabbit, Kiki Wyatt just gave birth Girl. to her tenth. Congratulations! Baby. <laughs> I mean, you know, number ten, but no, for real, she's a superhero. Yeah. All jokes aside, and then also, guys, y'all, Donna really thinks that I'd be abreast of a lot of stuff, but I just felt like <laughs> in the last two weeks, I've discovered something that made me feel like I was totally disconnected. Not that I should like really know who she is because I'm all the way a grown adult. Uh-oh. But because I didn't know who she is and what her not I did I did know who she was, but I guess I didn't know what her name is now and Uh-oh. how she has like eight point one million who is subscribers. This? Bad baby. AKA catch me outside. Oh, the girl that you said is she's black now. Yeah. Oh, she's attempting to pass as a um uh <laughs> ethnically um ambiguous person of color (laughs) and listen i'm just going based off social media because when i looked up there and i actually everybody knows about whatever it was posted adrian brana was sliding in her dms and she's only 16 so that was a big thing and i'm like this is only 16 at this point how old was she when she did catch me outside we did a little bit of research only two years ago but i feel like like that was was a long time ago ago. yeah i do i feel like that was i'm like you mean i was pregnant (laughs) So, Everything is based on like that. So I was like, I feel like that was so long before. You well, sure to catch me outside? She was on Doctor Phil in twenty eighteen. I feel like that was way before. Now maybe that. she was on there before, but when did it all pop off? Because I thought when she was on the show, that's when she said, "Catch me outside." How she about did. that? Yes. And then. They turned it into a song or whatever, whatever. But I swear I thought that was longer than two years ago. I mean, I, of course, I could be wrong because Lord knows no, I'm not see, keeping okay, up with now her. Now I'm going to have to correct and I'm going to have to verify because I'd be trusting people, but I need to be my own source because people don't be telling the truth. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe she saw something different, but I was talking to my coworker and I was like, dang, that seemed like it was so long ago. She was like, no, it was only two years ago. She was on Dr. Phil in 2016. Oh, yeah, your coworker might yeah. not. She, was, on she was on Dr. Phil in 2016. Yeah, now that sounds more like... So, but she's still 16, though? She yes. should be... She's only 16? Yes. So she was 12? Yes. Wow. Yeah. And then... We need to catch her mama outside. How about that? She became the youngest female rapper ever to appear on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah, she I, need I, to be... Ca- catch my daddy. To, catch her mama and daddy outside. I've yet to that? hear a song. I, I have no idea what her music sounds and like. And you shouldn't. You should not. Just like I've never heard Takashi 6 9 music either, and I should not. In passing, I could never, I couldn't even tell you what the heck. I couldn't even, I couldn't hear, I don't know what the beat sound like. Me My neither. nephews <laughs> have played it for me before, but I'm like, I have no idea I'm like, what's oh. going on. Now that so, I, yeah, I'd be real old for that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I was just real confused because. She looks completely different. Um, um, I'm, I hate to say that, but from the Catch Me Outside girl to the girl you see right now, she looks very familiar to Daisha, T.I.'s daughter. Mm-hmm, she looks very, she looks very familiar to her. But the reason that I even brought her up, guys, I mean, is because I she, she got recently, a little bit growner. 
just posted that she's taking a mental break from social media for, for her. her mental health. Congratulations. And I applaud her because she's only 16. So imagine some of us grown adults can't take some of the heat that people give off of social media. It plays on us. Yeah. Even as much as you, it, for a moment in time, you may be like, dang, they said that about me. And you kind of take it in, but then you kind of brush it off. But for her, if I'm not mistaken, I know she's in the millions. I feel like she's 8 million. But to be 16 years old, to have that type of attention at such a young age, yeah. and then all of that stuff is coming, it don't matter how many people are around you, yeah. you still are not, a lot of adults are not emotionally mature to handle all the all that stuff right. that's coming at you. Mm-hmm. But to be 16, I couldn't yeah. even imagine It's it. definitely different for them. <clears throat> because just like you said, she's still 16. It's like half her life, it seems like she's been in front of our faces. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think there's not a person, if you go and you say, catch me outside, and they won't finish, but how about that? Yeah. You know? Everybody knows who this young lady is. So I applaud her for taking a mental break because yeah. a lot of adults don't even do that. A lot yeah. of people, let me just say in general. I just hope it's real. Don't, don't like take- a real authentic and it's not another. <sighs> I hope. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I hope it's not a, it's not like a, oh, I'm taking. It, I hope it's not like the people that get on Facebook and say, I'm about to clean up my friend list. So if you see this, that means you made it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, girl, if you want to delete people like her friends, let's just delete them. We don't need you to make an announcement every time. Yeah, she. Um, so I don't. I hope that it's really genuine and it's not like just a ploy to get like I attention. Mean, I wouldn't think so because. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I dumbed down that number a lot. Seventeen point two million. Oh yeah, you did dumb it down. Seventeen point two million. Maybe followers. she got the many files when she said she was gonna go on social media. I don't think so. I'm just I feel playing. Like she I'm just playing. Was around that number. I knew she was a. Well, high when was number. the last time she posted? Was that her last it post? Was, that, saying was her that, la- she- that was her last post, and that was three hours ago. Oh and god! Oh oh oh! She, that, oh, she don't even get credit that, yet. No, but I'm just saying she, she only made, been on social media for three hours. But she made the. It's the whole point <laughs> of like she made the statement. You know what I mean? Was this Will the at the sea? Do, well, I don't know if I'd be following her to see it, but I'm we'll just saying. check back next week. If if she now, what she, if she has posted between now, today listen, whoa, whoa, and let, next week, I'm judging on. her. Now, what she says is, and this could be relative, due to my mental my mental, due to my mental health, I will be taking a small break from this app. I hate to say it, but y'all won. Congrats, mission accomplished. Y'all made the little 16-year-old completely lose it. Social media has not only made me who I am, but also is every reason I can't sleep at night. Imagine being called a racist, white, bloop, every second of the day. I show off a tattoo. They say I'm trying to be black. I defend myself. They Then, boom, I'm labeled as a racist. There's no winning as a celebrity on this app. Um, then she says... I, uh, everything I do will be considered wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, image facts. being, no, it says image, but she meant imagine being mm-hmm. me for a second. You just get a cute new wig and want to show it off. Then the minute you post your mood is instantly killed because your comment section is flooded with this slut wants to be black so bad while wearing a straight blonde wig. This ish is really draining. When I do come back, I will be, do- I will be turning all my comments off. Have a nice day. Now that part, we'll see. Why have social media if you can't get the comments? Because just as much hate as you probably get, you probably yeah. you got the love too. Because guess what? Even if they oh, don't yeah. like you, they following you. Right. And I think that's the part that we have to get yeah, over and be like, oh, wait a minute. 
like regardless to what you're still following me right. even though you may say be saying this and that and this and that and that's right. what the mental breaks are for that's why you need a good team around you of uh, people to say hey you need to you need to step away you need to get away and you need to come back to reality because to be honest social media even if you're making money outside of the scene social media is still an and Im- it's an image right it's yeah. almost like you know even if it's they catch you slipping on your worst day you know your 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 no makeup makeup look is still flawless you right. know what i mean you're making sure that your outfit is right mm-hmm. you're making sure your pose is right this is speaking from experience you know what i mean so it's and, and not even to her, I'm not even to her degree. So imagine being right. like that. Everything you look, everything you do is being scrutinized. Every move you make. So it's very important. So we do. I wish her the best, and I do yeah. hope that she takes the time that she yeah. needs and I not five too. minutes. And I am mad but, at the no comment thing. If she comes back, like maybe you just need that. I mean, even there's some YouTubers that certain videos, if not you know. Maybe not all the videos, but they do disable comments on certain videos. Like, especially if it has something to do with their children, Mm -hmm. they will disable the comments because it's like, okay, what you're not going to do is even if you're just like a, you know, uh, spam account or whatever, you're not going to say nothing bad about my kids. And I mean, that's fair. I mean, and you know, if people really do genuinely follow her because they just want to see what she's doing, like there's plenty of celebrities or the pictures that I see and I never comment. And, I don't even know if the comments were disabled. Would I even know? Like Beyonce, mm-hmm. I'm not commenting on the Beyonce picture. She's not gonna see it. And she she never responds. Mm-hmm. So she, I think she's like most people that has a million, billion, trillion followers, but doesn't follow anybody or maybe right. follows like five people or something. So it's like. You know she's not commenting back. I mean, she's she probably not even reading the comments. And it's followed by 138 million. people. Yeah, so it's like I'm not commenting on her post if she disabled the comments on her post i I wouldn't i don't think anybody would care because they just want to see what beyonce is doing so the same thing with her like she's got 17 something million followers disable the comments and see what happens but you gonna have to disable the comments on every post you have because they will go back and they will find a post that they can comment on right and comment on it right Cause I've seen that happen on social media too, with people they disable the comments on one post, and then the people go back to an old post, and they start just they find the last post they could comment on and start commenting on that post. So, yeah, well, good for her. Hope she takes a break. I'm gonna check back next week, and we'll see how yes, long she stays. And, and I really, I hope people like that's a lot. You just you going through posting, just 16, finding whatever yeah. you can post. But people on. do because they don't have nothing else to do. Mm. Unfortunately. I guess. Well, shouts out to all of that, and um, is that is that your is that is that your cult pop t- blah blah blah? Is that your pop culture topics for the week? <laughs> yeah, we just gonna we gonna leave it. We right gonna leave at it right that, there, right at that. So, on I usually we start with the more serious stuff beforehand. We do, you know, girl. We look do. how long look have like, we been off? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. What right. do we? How do we start? What we happened? Usually, okay. We start with some of the more serious stuff, like there's a, if there's any deaths of famous people stuff like yeah, that. that's true. We, we yes, start we with do. that but mm-hmm. everybody knows what's going on like i don't really get into the whole politics thing um mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. kind of forced down our throat at this point in time it's like everywhere you go something is going on um so everybody knows that there possibly maybe we could be right now in world war three so i mean and i do agree with 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 people because we mean everything everything is a meme and guess what? Just like I tell my son, my 13-year-old son, I have to tell him, everything is not a joke. 
because boys, adolescent boys, are the most playful and childish people in the world. Yeah, but I have to tell them everything is not a joke. Like you have to take something seriously. And for the World War Three memes, everything is not a joke. It really isn't a joke because guess what? Though our lives right now, as we're living right now, might not be affected in this very moment. But somebody that I know's husband or my cousin or whatever or somebody connected to me knows somebody who has somebody that's in the military that is deployed at this time. Or will be deployed. Or will be deployed. And they may possibly not see them again. So it, 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 it should affect us more. And I think living here in Hampton Roads, we're like in a military town everything military but you know it it has to touch you in some type of way because it doesn't just affect us and then you have to think about the american lives that are over there the innocent people that are over there that are going to be caught in the crossfire oh and the innocent because, people in those countries yeah, not even american because yeah. there's people in those countries that don't have nothing to do with well, this you either that is say innocent americans right you I did say, it's I okay it's innocent people over there you said I thought you said Americans. I don't know. You got to run the tape back. I didn't. I, what, well, I know what general. Yeah, we're, yeah. That's what we was trying yeah. to say. Yes, innocent people here, there, and everywhere. And you worry about you know they they have kids too. They have families too, and and they they don't have nothing to do with what's happening, and they're being affected just like we would be affected, you know, with our families and 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 different things like that. So it is really unfortunate. Yes, so just quit it with the memes. We probably already have already because, you know, y'all meme for about 24 hours and then y'all move on to something else. Then something yeah. else is a meme. But, yeah, really what's going on in these politics and in, in these pol- political streets is crazy. And I just pray for our nation as a whole because, yeah, we, we, we going through it. And they also pray for Puerto Rico because I'm not mistaken on Saturday, they got they got hit with, like, four or five earthquakes and then the aftershocks of those earthquakes um they're still dealing with and as far as i know i don't know if they restored power but the pictures that i was seeing was completely devastated and if you guys don't remember just a few years back they were devastated by a hurricane mm-hmm. out there that pretty much debilitated them and they were getting back to a normal and mm-hmm. things were kind of getting back into a groove and now here they are dealing with the earthquakes and stuff so my heart goes out to those people in puerto rico and the people that are family members of the people that live in puerto rico so we definitely hope that they will get the help that they need um yeah so that's pretty much usually i do do that at the beginning yeah that's true now that you start talking about them like i try to get that you know out of the way and everything so i know um we said that we weren't going to talk about uh, reality Girl, television, but we're going to talk about it really, really quickly. It. We're not going to take a long time because we still got to get to our business topic just really quickly. So I know for me, I've been watching Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I've been watching um, Black King Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I've been watching, oh God, there's another Love one. Oh, Love and Hip Hop New York. So those are the three that I've been You're watching. You're not watching Miami? No. And I told you, roll the tape. I, since the beginning when Miami first came on, I vowed not to watch it, and I still why have not, not watch you it. have to watch it for Trina? No, and that's the reason why I didn't because I feel like they're putting her and Trick Daddy's name on there for clout. Now I know Trina has the, been much more active this season. Now see, I, that's what I was gonna say because they're more seasons in. It's probably built up some stuff or whatever. But in the beginning, 
I just didn't see it going anywhere. And I and I told myself that about Hollywood, then I got something there. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to do Miami. I'm going to kind of stay back off of that. So I'm definitely and, and I'm listen, watching and support the train of Atlanta. Yeah, but you, you already going to have all and the, Jocelyn's all back issues. on Miami. I saw that. I saw that. And, I'm, and I got to give Jocelyn a smidgen of credit. I'm actually rather I'm rather impressed with this Jocelyn that we're getting. She seems. She seems like she is being her authentic self and not a character, the character Jocelyn that she thought she had to be when she was on the Atlanta show with the whole Stevie J and all that mess, just stirring the pot and, and doing that, which we know Jocelyn can get messy because she did it on Married to Medicine when she cameoed on there, just came in, it was real messy. If that's what you tell her to come on and do, she's going to do it. But she seems like she's being more of her authentic self here because she's got her, her fiancé, I think, her husband maybe. They might be married by now That's that she's on the show with. He's a producer or whatever. So I'll give her credit. So I don't know. You might want to check Miami out. You might want to give it a chance. I'll see what I can do. But right now, give it in a the chance. repertoire foolishness, I just really can't fit nobody But Real Housewives. Real Housewives, Black now, Chicago, and... Chicago has been more sad for me because recent episodes yeah, that was sad. dying. And then Ryan being right there by her side. It was just, like, to me, it was like a two-for-one type of emotional thing because that's what real friends do. You may fall out. You may not get into it. Like, it's crazy because when my mom passed away, me and somebody that I consider a best friend at the time we weren't talking and I call her at her job and I'll never forget call her up and said my mom passed away and she was there like lickety split so mm-hmm. it put me back in that mind frame and my sister was pregnant when my mom passed away so it was uh, emotional on a whole nother level mm-hmm. but it just goes to show that certain things go past beyond the beef right. what you got going on right and you know I was even impressed that for and um and Dan, Don, Don. Mm-hmm. and even though she didn't want to see them just to know okay they were outside they were there when it went down I know she could at least appreciate that part of right. it you know, so yeah, it's really sad and unfortunate because her mom was just on the episode before. She was just there helping her try yeah. on wedding dresses and you But know. it sounded like when she was I don't know if it was <clears throat> her confessional or <clears throat> or she was just talking, but it sounded like they knew she had that something was going on because well, she, she said something about, about yeah she said well I thought we just I just thought we had more time yeah because she so, was she was supposed to go on dialysis right and, and things like that so she was already dealing with that stuff but I guess to like just be in the mindset of okay I'm married I'm about to have a baby my mom's here she's gonna and be it a part sounds of like it. it wasn't something that they were saying like oh your mom has you know, she could die any day yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, oh, yeah. okay, you need dialysis. There's people that's that have on that that's on dialysis and they're they're on dialysis for years and 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 live and, and they're on dialysis for years. So it's not like a death sentence. So I just think you just don't expect that. Yeah. Especially you're pregnant and you're like like you say, you're still so excited. I just was thinking to myself, like I don't know how I would if that would have happened to me, I probably would have been have lost it. I just would have just been such a struggle. So I I felt so bad for Charmaine. And then she was there by she was by herself really because her fiance or her husband and he was out of the I don't even know, was he out of the country? Um, I think he was just out of town. I don't uh, think he was he's out of at the a con- he business just, conference or he something. Just wasn't there. And just not being able to just get there and be there and you got kinda she she had to call Ryan. Who else you gonna call? 
There's like the one other person that at the end of the day, you know, you can um count on 100 percent. Right. And and the fact that he had a relationship with her mom, too. So I think he she knew that she could call him and he would, you know, take care of it. And then even to go to her shop like she trusted him to do. Yeah, that. that's true. Because they was ready to jump on him when he walked in that door. What is he doing here? Yeah, so, yeah so that, that was, was that tough. was pretty sad. Um, and even though I already knew that that was going to happen because I had yeah. seen their interview, it was just kind of like still hard to watch. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why mine is in the crib. You haven't heard him. Dang, he's here. He's in the crib. I told you that when you got here. I thought for some my mom was all over, but for some reason I thought you said he wasn't here. Mm-mm, no, I said he's know. in his crib. Wow. He's mm-hmm. been asleep this whole time. Mm-mm, he was talking. You didn't hear him? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all. I'm so done. Oh, <laughs> so sorry. No, like I did not know he was here. Oh, God. Yeah, well, my life, baby is in the crib, honey. Y'all already know how it goes. Don't down. get in that crib. Like, take that nap. He could not have done that. He would have been crying and like, no, I need to be out there where the, wor- where the world can see me. Well, he was in the crib before y'all got here. I had just put him in the crib before you knocked on the door. So mm-hmm. he hit when he's sleeping, he will get in that crib and he will settle down if he has his pacifier. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he reads his little books and he plays with his toys and then he gone knock it on about your business. He didn't take naps at school day. Why are we talking about this anyway? It just happened. Mom like that. Sorry. Back so, to Real Housewives of Atlanta or whatever you was talking about, girl. Yeah, Real Atlanta. <laughs> I, I just don't even know what to make about it. I don't know oh. the up from the down, what's going on. Kenya, I feel like she's just being a pure hater in every, not in every scene, but in certain scenes, like when they were at dinner on this last episode and she decided to say, well, can I play the devil's advocate? What you went into was not playing the devil's advocate. When you play the devil's advocate, you you go on the opposite of what the person is talking about. So for you to bring up, well, if somebody's man was cheating, would you want to know? To me, that was kind of like, yeah, you trying to be shady. And, and at first, yourself. I didn't know what she was talking about. I was like, and I don't, it's, it's so funny because, like, even the people that were there when it happened, at the, they were like, what is she talking about? Then I was like, oh, that's what she's talking about. It was like, why would you? But, you know, she did the same thing with, bringing up oh i think mike is gonna propose yeah like you want you did that on purpose like, and what has tanya done tanya or whatever is it tanya tanya what has she done to kenya what has she done to, first she was making fun of her in the van so that to me it was like okay you're making fun of her in the van because she went off with her man and y'all you know went back to the hotel by you know they went back to the hotel by themselves she left the event or whatever when her her fiance or whatever boyfriend, whatever they are, came came once they had the party and Dennis reproposed to Portia and all that. They left. She left with him. Right. And then they all went back. So she was making fun of her in the van. So it's almost like, yeah, like you said, it's like, are you just hating on Tanya? Because what has she ever done to you but be nice? Whoever knows. So- but then you get some kind of joy out of. Oh, her man cheating on her because you got your own issues mm-hmm. with your own. Um, like she said something even about Dennis and Portia. Like, well, I don't have time to be worried about them. I got my own problems. Well, then, girl, you don't have time to be worried about Tanya if you got since you got For your real? own problems. Yeah. So, and then they supposedly revealed the snake, but then I was confused because the snake didn't say that she was a snake. And then there was an argument between Marlo and Cynthia, and we got to see the real Fifty Cent. As Nene say it, that nobody else has seen, but this Y'all is really how she is. Because Cynthia then went off and hauled off and cussed people out and, and kicked Portia and everything. This is not new. 
Right. Y'all knew Cynthia was bad about it. That's what happens. You know, no, wasn't that Portia that kicked Cynthia? No, I her. thought Cynthia kicked Portia in the stomach. Yeah. Like yeah. Right. That was in self-defense, though. But still, she let her have it. And this is not the she first did. time Cynthia didn't cuss one of these heifers out. You right. But to the degree, though, she's getting a lot more. Yeah, well, like, yeah, I think she's over Marla at this yeah, point. Yeah, probably. A lot of people are over Marla at this point. But, I mean, hey, it is what it is. And so I'm still confused about what happened. Even at the end of the episode, I still don't get it. I still don't know who is the snake for real. I don't know if there's really an audio. There might be an audio. Yovana is the snake. Yovana, Yovana is the snake. But the question is, what? So what? What Nini initially? What Nini implied to Candy? Well, what Candy took from what Nene said, what Nene told her was that there's a recording. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't say, if what I recall, she didn't say, Candy, somebody was recording mm-hmm. Cynthia talking about me. She just said, you talk stuff about me and I got proof because there's a rec- or recording. It was some, some, she said somebody recorded it. Mm-hmm. Now, so what Candy took that and said, Nene said somebody was recording you mm-hmm. talking about Nene. Like, they were intentionally recording it. So, totally, so, so Yovana was the one who told Nene that there was a recording. She never told her, I've recorded it, mm-hmm. that I recall. And I'm trying to go back and remember. I don't think she ever said, I recorded Cynthia and she was talking stuff about you. She told, she, she told Nene that, that Cynthia had been talking about her. And Nene said... And she was like, "You do you have the receipts?" And she said, "Oh yeah, I got the receipts. I got a recording." Mm-hmm. She never said she have, recorded. A couple of episodes, I, I was blacked out in the beginning. I didn't. I wasn't watching them. So, have they played said recording? They have not played the recording, and uh, and Nene has not said that she's heard it. She never said that, she, that it's actually played for her. Yo, Yovana's just saying that she does have it. It doesn't that she has it. She asked her, "Do you have the receipts?" And she says, "Yes, I have receipts." I got a recording. Hmm. So the way it kind of has been carried on is that somebody was sitting with one of the cast members, assuming Yovana was talking to Cynthia, having a conversation with Cynthia, and she recorded it. But I think what Yovana is trying to say is, I what Yovana and Nini were trying to, well, what Nini is trying to say is, Yovana wasn't recording it, but as you all know, y'all are on a TV show where y'all are might. And so where you might, and and it was recorded. Some of the audio is, there's audio. So she said it wasn't a recording, it's just audio. So I don't know if she's trying to get Yovana out of it by basically saying like, oh, Yovana didn't record it. She just knows that there somebody recorded her saying it. Or if she actually is the one who took the recording. That's the part that is confusing. Because Giovanna want to stick to the, to the fact that she is not the person that recorded Cynthia. They're very confusing. The, and they, but just that she has it or she knows about Stop it. watching them again. At the end it, of the day, if you got it, if you don't want to say you got it, it's, it's a nobody wants to admit what was said. My thing is, is he going to... I guess if you're going to tell the whole thing, tell the whole thing, or yeah, don't tell it at all. Thing. Like, so Lena should have never brought it up if you were saying, well, I ain't going to be a snitch. But you yeah. already basically said it, and then you turned to Yovana and said, I'm not going to be a snitch, Yovana, tell them what you know. You basically just snitched on a girl because Nini is trying to 
be make up with Cynthia and the Cynthia's biggest gripe right now is who rec- who recorded me. So oh. I think that's what even she said, like, we're friends. Like, you know, I, you know, want to be your friend. I want to get passes, but I don't want to basically rat nobody out either. Right. So you're trying to get Yovana to say something that she ain't going to admit it. And it's like, I don't even if so. My thing is, if you didn't record it, you should just say, hey, I didn't record you, but I have access to the recording. I have access to the audio. And yes, I do have it. I'm gonna play it or either. Were you clout chasing and you told Needy that you had a recording that you don't actually have? Could it be? Because Just because you want on sent her to be mad at Cynthia. Too long, and I feel like it's still going to go into the next episode. I hope at least comes out by the reunion. Oh, Lord, God, please. Because you know, first of all, you know Real Housewives runs a very long Long time. season, girl. I just be like... They and at this point, Cynthia's time. saying she don't even want to know now, but I, I don't... I think... She may not want to know, but I think if it got revealed, she would. She be would probably interested. care at that point. But at this point, I just feel like, oh God, just get on with it. It's annoying. Nobody mm-hmm. really wants to talk about it. There's other breakout sessions going on, like Marlo and and um and Cynthia, and it's just getting all out of hand. And then, but I'm glad Marlo came back and her and Cynthia got it together. Right. In the but that Kenya, she so, just—I just can't believe she did that. Oh God! I cannot believe she did that to Tanya. I'm like, what has always, she done to you? She rubs me the wrong way, then I like her again. Then she rubs me the wrong way, then I like her again. So me and Kenya, me and Kenya just have a love-hate relationship. But um, speaking of making up, there's mm-hmm. a lot of making up going down on Love and Hip Hop. A lot of apologies being handed out. Mm-hmm. People being the bigger person. Is this in New York? Yeah, you know. Erica did apologize to Sin. Chrissy did apologize to Kimbella. Mm. Rich did move on with Safari. Yeah, he did apologize. He did. I'm just saying, there's apologies going around. Rich, finally, now, we still got to let it play out. He finally looks like he's on his manager game. It finally looks like it's not a relationship. For now. For now, but I can say her vibe does not give me that. Now, if she flips and starts dating him, I'll be very surprised. But the other relationships kind of came off more like she seems like she's really trying to get her career off the ground. And he's seeming more in the very present managerial position. So we're going to see how this thing plays out. I hope for the best because I was getting tired of seeing Rich's doubt, Rich. Rich's storyline be him sleeping with his artist, things getting messy, things getting out of hand. It's it's just too much. So hopefully they're getting back to the business. Seems like that's where his focus is. And moving forward, Yandy's trying to figure out her life. That's gonna be crazy. That's crazy. Cause I'm wondering like what she's gonna do. If you guys don't know, but you just know of Yandy, but you guys have stopped watching, Yandy has a foster child that she's had for almost two years now. And Mendici is going to be coming home he gave her a call on yesterday's episode and say hey i'm gonna be coming home i don't know sometimes when you get this news it could be as soon as 12 days i could be coming home real soon so she's like all excited then she has a conversation with lawyers with the attorney no well she gets she had a conversation with i guess her the foster, the foster folks yeah to so protect the service i'm guessing that's where they're, they're through. telling her that it's kind of pretty much be impossible for Mendeecees to be a convicted felon to be in house with a foster child 
like it, it just can't go down. So now something that's now so excited, much awaited, and now it's a somber situation because here I have this child who looks at me as her mother, and I look at her as my child, and my husband is coming home, and he can't be in the same household as her. So when that's and and I I you know I hate to say this because. This is like such a, because I, I applaud her because she has taken this child as as it's her own, but this is where like they gonna hit you with that. But this ain't your child. This is a foster child. So who really gonna have to show they how they feel about it is Mendici because she's she is a minor. She just can't up and just you know, go somewhere else, tempor- even if it's t- temporarily, she can't do this. She can't go get her own apartment. Like she can't, there's nowhere else for her to go other than to go back into foster, you know, into the foster system and then find some other random foster home, which is part of the issue she was having anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, where he can, he could go stay with his mom. He could go, he could probably, he can probably go and stay anywhere as long as it's not a convicted felon there. You know, he could have a different re- residence or whatever. Mm-hmm. They could get him a little small studio apartment just so that that's where you live. You see what I'm saying? Like, it could be done where, yeah, you're not in the house with her. So, they, because you know they're going to do a pop-up. Mm-hmm. They're going to pop up on you, especially because y'all are celebrities. So, they're going to pop up. And guess what? If he's on that t- if he's on that show and y'all are filmed and he's there, you know what I'm saying, and she's there, like, that's going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be watching. So that's what, that's what's really going to be the clutch is because really, it really is nothing Yandy can do. She either, like, she, I feel like that's putting her in the the position of having to choose. Mendeecees has to be aware that she has, the foster child I'm and i'm sure, sure he, she's she's, she's, she's gonna make him aware that hey here's the dilemma so then it's really gonna to me i feel like mendici should she, he should be the one that takes that on and say okay here's how we can work it out because the foster ch- she's she's 16 so you're talking about two years she's gonna be an adult mm-hmm and then you know she can live anywhere. You're not. You no, know, I don't know how that works when a foster child turns eighteen. Like, how well, does that she, work? Has she even spoken about? Because I didn't watch last season, or like I just follow kind of peri- periodically on social media. Has she spoken about adopting her? Because wouldn't that change the dynamic if she is her child legally? Then there shouldn't be. An I issue. think there's a process. So it was like already a process with her. She had to become a foster, you know, she had to become, I guess, whatever process there is to be able to foster. Mm -hmm. So then that was one part of the process. But, you know, the adoption is a little bit different Mm -hmm. if she has parents. Right. If she had parents that have not relinquished their parental rights, just Mm -hmm. because of child is taken from the home and put into foster care doesn't mean that that parent doesn't have parental rights right as their legal you know as legally they have a parent you may be the legal guardian but they still are the parent you can't you know when you adopt a child that eliminates the the biological parent from those rights and they are no longer recognized as the child's parent or any type of you know legally so that's probably a whole different process. And guess what? 
her parent or parents may be like, no, you can't adopt her. I'm not relinquishing my parental rights so that you can't adopt my child. Right. And so that's the catch with the adoption. They they can take your they can take your kid from you and place them in a foster home, but they can't take your parental rights from you and just say the court just can't say we're going to just let somebody else adopt your kid. Mm-hmm. They can take somebody and say they can foster your kid, but they can't say you you don't have you know you're no longer the legal you know parent I guess. So that's probably a whole different process, right? And it seems like the young lady does have family, but for whatever reason, because I recall, I thought there was an episode where the young lady's grandmother or aunt or somebody in her family, she was, the, she was with them. Mm-hmm. And I think the grandmother came and she was saying how she would run away all the time. And that's how she wound up in foster care, you know, and I guess she was saying that there was some abuse going on or mistreatment or whatever was going on in the home and they were saying yeah she runs away all the time it's really her she just want to run away Mm -hmm. um so there still may be parents you know what i'm saying even if they're incarcerated or whatever and they may be like nah i'm not letting you adopt my kid because then i can't ever you know i guess there's no undoing that i mean it's not but at the end of the day in two years you're gonna be an adult Right, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, DC, you've been in jail for how long? Like, for the next two years, you can't find somewhere to live? You can't live somewhere else? Just live it somewhere is a else. situation, though. You know what I mean? He's not, he's expecting to be able to come home and come home. Right, well, guess what, bro? Well, your wife then went on and fostered, them fostered a child, and you done, call, you done went going along with it. It's fine, but now that it's inconveniencing it's you, yeah, it's now it's not okay. Yeah. So you gotta Ben DC. It's really gonna fall on him because what is what is what else can he's gotta agree to not live there, or they gotta put her. You gotta pick. You can't have both ways. And maybe they will figure out a way because she says she was working with her lawyers mm-hmm. to try to see if they can figure out a way. But sometimes that convicted felon stuff, like, it don't matter even if he's not on paper, he's off parole, whatever. He's still a convicted felon. Right. You know? Very. Which is tough. That's tough. But like I said, it's really going to fall on him to kind of whatever it is that they say he have to do. Is he going to be willing to do it in order to let the young lady still stay there? That's what I'm interested to see. Well, time will tell. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> yeah, so that's about that's about all. Those are the three shows that we've been consistently watching. Um, of course, we know long after um, Black Ink Chicago goes off and Love and Hip Hop New York, a new um, city will be on, the Real Housewives will still be going because they do, I still believe, have the longest running show and I don't know about any other housewives I ain't even gonna lie I never even watched Orange County New York does it still come, do they Jersey. even still yeah, come they on do. they do yes they do and they're very, they're very popular well they must be popular with the <laughs> nah people of color but, but I didn't even know they still came on. Nonetheless, but I don't, I don't watch those. Other didn't ones. even know because I'm going from like Real Housewives, Married to Medicine, Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, yeah, in that rotation. A little bit of growing up hip hop too. Yes, and can I just say this? Um, maybe that um, if you guys watch the reunion of Married to Medicine, those lashes were out of control. That's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. 
They were out of control. It was out of control. But they looked amazing. I ain't even gonna lie. They looked amazing. But it was a a Dr. Jackie loving her hair. It was doing a thing. Contessa. She was doing her thing. You know, lashes going on. It was a lot. I like the pink lip on it. It was a lot of lash across the board for everybody. I felt like, except for Dr. Jackie, but you couldn't really tell she didn't have that bang down there. But either way, they looked really amazing. So. Before we get up out of here, <laughs> we're going. We, we we decided to flip the business topic a little bit because we always speak from the business person, business owner's perspective. But it doesn't matter what business you own or at what level your business is at. You're always a consumer at the end of the day, unless you're buying. Unless you own Walmart, you buying everything. Walmart, you don't need to go nowhere else. Like everybody's a consumer at the end of the day. And I think that so much focus is put on being a good business person, having good customer service, running your business efficiently, adequately, and making sure that the customer experience, because to be honest, that's really what it's about. Mm -hmm. The customer experience is amazing. That's what us as business owners, that's what we want to do. So I know that a pain point for some of us business owners are the flip side and dealing with the consumers and not necessarily that the consumers are maliciously doing things. It's that sometimes I think people really don't know. Like there's business etiquette. There really needs to be consumer etiquette because I. Oh, a, girl, the customers are always right. Yeah. And I think they that think. is such a cliche mm-hmm. that is not correct. And I think yes. that came from a standpoint of you treat the customer a certain type of way and i think we've gotten far away from that and being like no whatever you say is right you get to talk to me however you want to you get to say whatever you know and that's not how it's really going down and i think more business owners are speaking up about it and i know like for me and john and maybe in this particular business that we're in because we don't necessarily like a product in saying like we're the crayon case or something like that Mm -hmm. but we have people that contact us dm us email us whatever the case may be and if somebody if you open up an email and one there's no subject line and two is how much you charge <clears throat> excuse me are you talking to me hello what is your name all caps Who are you? and it's all caps too. that do, annoys me what do i charge for what like <laughs> what service do you want like what can i do for you you know, and I and I've seen that on Facebook recently where people are saying like, listen, when somebody gives you a recommendation or you're reaching out to a business, we're not your homegirls. We're not your homeboys. We are a professional business mm-hmm. and we should we we should be presenting ourselves accordingly. But you should also approach us accordingly. Mm-hmm. We should always get the hello. My name is such and such. I'm interested in such and such service how much do you charge or i'm ready to book where do i book or whatever your question or concern or inquiry is it should always be a complete sentence and just start out with a greeting like we learned in school when Mm -hmm. you're writing a paper you need to have an introduction a body and a conclusion (laughs) (laughs) it's very important that you have a hello and a goodbye a body and a conclusion just like if we were business owners and you said, hey, you know, this is such and such and such. This is John. I just wanted to know how much you charge for bridal glam and blah, blah, blah. And I just write back uh, $4,000. Right. I don't say, hey, thank you for contacting me. Thank you for reaching out. This $4,000 is going to cover blah, 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 blah. Right. This, this, and this. If I don't say that, John is going to look at that email, call John over, have a laugh, 
called up some more yes, girls. And this is facts. I might sc- <laughs> yes, and I might screenshot it and post it on social media and be like, what are y'all like, doing? Cut it out. What the world is going on? You know what I mean? So you expect a certain type of prof- professionalism from us. The consumers should have just as much professionalism or courtesy when it comes to contacting business owners. And also, here's another thing. Mm-hmm. This is why another reason why we feel like we're your homegirls. Mm-hmm. You know, your family and your friends, usually if they know you got a business or something like that, they might be like, well, girl, well, can you do it for this amount? Or can you look out for me or give me a discount or, you know, whatever the case may be always like not even on an even scale where you do something for me. I do something for you where it feels like an even exchange. No, it feels more like I just want to pay less. So can I pay less? Can I get a, and the language that I'm seeing a lot now on social media is, you know, does anybody know such and such for a reasonable amount for a decent price, you know, affordable, well, what, what's affordable to one person may not be affordable to the next. Some people, some person may be able to afford a $1,500 makeup artist for their wedding where another person is unable to afford it. So affordable, reasonable, decent, all of these terms are relative to what your pockets can do. Mm-hmm. You know, so to me, in anything that you do, if you're going to get your car worked on or if you're looking, if you're in the business to get a new house, do you jump and get the first house that you see or do you shop around and make sure that one, the price is right? You know, you're getting everything that you wanted, closing costs, if that's what you want, deposit help, but down payment help. All of these things that you want on your wish list or whatever the case may be, you kind of shop around for those things. You know what I mean? So if it doesn't fit what your budget is, then you move on or you go to the next person or whatever the case may be. I've had a lot of people contact me, get my rates and may say, Hey, right now it's not in my budget for me to do that. I do want to work with you. I work, you know, get with you in the future. I'm glad that I know your prices, blah, 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 moving along or whatever the case may be. Or, Hey, this is my budget. Are you able to do X, Y, and Z? So that's something I can even get with. But if you just off the rip, can I get it for an affordable price? Can y'all recommend somebody that's decent or whatever the case may be? It's kind of almost like an insult, but then I understand from a consumer standpoint mm-hmm. what your mindset is because you know what right. your budget is. Right. So to know what your budget is, which only you know that unless you're putting it out there, if we don't know your budget, what's affordable? You know what I mean? Right. What's decent? What, what affordable is, is relative, you? right. So yeah. we just have to be mindful of that when we're consumers. And I think... It's more so relevant to me now because I'm on the other side and I'm also a consumer. Mm -hmm. So I get it now. You know what I mean? And it even makes me move differently when I deal with other people that are businesses, not maybe necessarily the targets and the Walmarts of the world. But when I'm dealing with other small businesses or, you know, people who own their own business, it makes me move differently, you know, and I feel like on both ends, consumers and professional business owners, we need to do better. Everybody across the board needs to do better. Mm-hmm. Th- there are some amazing business owners. Naturally, Glam, she's somebody that I look up to. I love the ladies oh, of Salon. Well, Noah, you. Oh, yes, you know, yes. there's people that I look up to that I've always seen them in a professional light. Now, they they handle their business. They, 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 they're knowledgeable in what they do. They get you the information you need to have, and they may read you, but in the most professional way possible. Right. That's, and I think that's part <laughs> of. I think 
that's part of the problem with customers or the consume on the consumer side because even sometimes your business owners they they are some of the worst at this and they own a business and they know how they want to be talked to and treated and dealt with as a business owner but they will try you when they're on the other side of it as a customer but i think in this era i don't know if it's just the social media era or whatever as far as the communicate communicating with you know a business as a customer it seems like sometimes the business owners have not really understood that even on social media you still have to maintain a level of professionalism and so then they get some of that unprofessional or inappropriate communication from a customer because they as a business owner have not presented themselves as professional in every way so if you're on your social media constantly dragging clients because they didn't pay a deposit or they show up late or blah 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 and you have that type of your that's your business voice on social media is sort of like the homegirl who's who's like you know checking everybody then you might get some of that from your customer because they think because that's kind of what you put out there for lack of a for lack of a better word um so you might get some of that back you may not get if they see you're very professional and how you communicate on your social media or on your website, everything is very professional, then they may, that may determine how they communicate with you. Like, Hey, this person is very professional. Their headshots are professional. Um, you know, how their website and everything is professional. Their social media is professional. There's no, you know, um, slang there's no you know dragging there's not a bunch of memes and da 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 da. like okay this person is really professional I gotta come at them professional but I think some business owners you know for the sake of trying to be more relatable maybe go too far and that is kind of where you get this sort of and it may not be you as a person you may be a very professional person but because other business owners are not it's and we're all on social media together. It's like, oh, I can talk to everybody like that because, hey, that's how this person talks on social media. So, hey, we're all on social media and we're all here. I know you're doing business. I you're a makeup artist or I know you're a hairstylist or I know you sell waist trainers or whatever your business is or you have a, a cleaning company or whatever. But that's how we talk on social media. And I think that business owners haven't helped in some ways because sometimes they aren't as professional as they should be on social media and then they wonder why and they make it bad for the other business owners because sometimes I find it hard to believe that people have not reached out to people on social media like that and and got a response Mm -hmm. they probably have or sometimes I see business owners on social media and I'm like eh That's probably not as professional. I've had other business owners reach out to me on social media to talk about business. And I'm saying, uh, this ain't really the most professional, but okay. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. I just, I think sometimes people underestimate being professional when they're on social media. 
business owners and customers. But some of y'all customers are bad. I can I can respect asking for pricing and 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 somebody not being in your price. You you should make them feel like their pricing is wrong. You just can't afford it at the time. Now, are there businesses that are charging more than what they're worth? Absolutely. And it's not your it's not your job to tell them that or tell them oh, you shouldn't charge so much. You know what? You just don't use their service. At some point, they're going to have to realize that either they don't offer the value that they're charging for and they need to adjust their prices. Nobody's going to book them. And that's right. usually the telltale sign that, girl, you're you're not as good as you think you are to be charging what you're charging. Because you got to, I, I remember my leak saying this and I was like, this is what I'm trying to tell people. But, you know. They're not listening to little old me. They're going to listen to my leak, though. And she said that, you know, your price should be based not on just what you feel like you're worth, but what the market calls for. You got to go by what the market calls for. If your market, like, so Tiana, she's a makeup artist. She lives in Hampton Roads. The market in the Hampton Roads area is different than the market in Atlanta, New York. If she's doing everyday women, that's different than if she was doing strictly um, celebrities or doing um, strictly television and, and film. It's a different market. And so you have to charge accordingly. She could reach out to her friend in Atlanta that in that market, uh, makeup for prom could be 250 a face in Atlanta. And that is across the board in the in the normal range guess what she can come to virginia to to good old virginia beach and charge 250 for prom makeup if she wants to will she get booked probably not because guess what every other makeup artist in this area is the the average price and i don't know that this is true so she may correct me if i'm wrong what well what is the average price for a prom makeup in Hampton Roads area. Average, Not necessarily what you charge, but just... So an average an average price. And when the lowest rate I'm saying is maybe for a makeup artist that's just... Not just starting out, but probably have gotten their feet wet and, you know, they know what they're doing, but they maybe haven't been doing it for a long time. So anywhere between 65 to... I, okay, let me not say... But the highest, when I go high, just until this may be one of the more popular makeup artists in the area who've been doing it for a while and built their clientele that way. But the median, you're probably going to get anywhere between 60 to 85, but it can go from 60 to 125. Right. And I know somebody charged 125 and they actually, right. they get that. But, um, but you ain't, but they can't, they, if they charge two, my point is if they try to charge two fifty now, I don't know that that's what they charge in Atlanta. I'm make, totally making this up just for the sake of the point. But if Atlanta, the average is 200 to $250 for a prime makeup, you you can charge that in this area where the average is 60 to a hundred. You can come up here and you can, Tiana could be like, well, I'm charging what they charge in Atlanta. And guess what? She's going to be broke because right. nobody's going to book her because why would I book you for that price when I can get a makeup artist that, that's on par or above par with your skill level? No, nothing wrong with your skill. Your skill level is amazing. But guess what? The makeup artists that have the same skill level in this city, in this area, they don't charge more than 125 So why would I pay you 200 
So it's not just, but Tiana may feel like, hey, I'm I'm do just as good at makeup as the girl in Atlanta. My I should be able to charge what she charged. You should if you move to Atlanta because that's what the market calls for. So it's a crossroads. It's a crossroads between, you know, what the market calls for in your industry, in your area, in your in your um niche, you know, for whatever service you're providing versus what you feel like you're worth. So you got to go by that. You got to say, okay, what's the average price and where do I fit in in that? Am right. I the top tier makeup artist? Am I mid tier makeup artist? Am I low tier makeup artist? You got to be honest. You got to be honest about that because if you're not honest and you're really a low tier makeup artist, but you're trying to charge high tier makeup artist prices because I know my worth. I know my worth. I'm raising my prices in 2020. You can raise your prices, but you're going to mess around and do somebody's makeup and they're going to say, wait, I've gone to the high tier makeup and this service was not as good as that. And I paid the same amount and that's going to hurt your business too. So understanding like, yes, you have to know your worth, but it's got to be in sync with what the market charges in your area. You just got to know that. And once you can figure that out, you know, you're in the sweet spot where you're not getting where you're pricing right. And the customer got to respect that. The customer is not going to respect you you lowballing your price and they're not gonna they're also not gonna respect you overpricing either and i get that because i have seen and know of stuff that's like way overpriced and it's like come on Please. it don't even have nothing not to do with my budget i got the money but i know which i know you're not worth the money you know what i'm saying like i know you, you know i got the money to spend a hundred dollars on a vip ticket to a fashion show but if i know you don't put on a quality fashion show why am I paying $100 just to prove that I can pay the $100? I'm not paying you $100. Now when I can go to this person's fashion show and the tickets are $40 and the, the show in itself and the VIP experience is going to blow your $100 ticket out the water because I know who's producing the show. So all of that being said, like I think that's another thing that really the customer may not always understand from their end. And even sometimes business owners don't understand from their end. And we were talking about this too. Like sometimes customers, they just don't understand what the business entails. All they know is I'm the customer. I want what I want. And when I don't get it, I know you're a small business owner. And so being able to touch you and put my hands on you and I know exactly who you are, it gives people this, uh, feel like that they have a right to kind of come at you a certain way where they wouldn't do. If you order something from target.com and it comes to your house and, and something is wrong with the packaging or United States postal service don't deliver it when they say they're going to deliver it. You usually don't call target. Like you go, you look at the tracking information, you find out it's UPS, FedEx, whoever it is. You usually going to call them and, and, and let them have it. Where's my package? It's not here. The delivery driver didn't show up. Or they said it was delivered, but it's not on my de- on my doorstep or whatever. You're going to call whoever delivered it. Now, with Amazon, of course, it's usually an Amazon delivery person. But with these other companies, like they're using the UPS, United States Postal Service, whatever. You're going to call United States Postal Service, which I'll do with my package. 
But if you have a small business owner and your package don't show up or your package is damaged and you know USPS delivered it, you can't then say, I'm going to go back to the business owner and say they're doing bad business because the postal service worker put a hole in your package. It's not their fault. But sometimes consumers don't respect that. And so maybe they don't just understand how the business piece of it works. And um, that can get sketchy too. And I just think we just have to be more understanding and more, just more understanding and more supportive and understanding. And and it goes well way because I think too, I know we're talking about the cons- the customer, the consumer, but unfortunately, people have been burned. People have been done wrong. People have paid their money and they have gone in supportive, paid their money and <laughs> and they just didn't get the service. And so now he might have he might have have something in his diaper. That's probably what it is. Okay. That's not Deuce. That's that's Zach. Okay. Cause she can sniff it out, honey. Okay. All right. Come on. <laughs> my my little dog has identified that the baby might have a little something something in his diaper. Might be it might just be uh it might just be wet. <laughs> she could she, she be sniffing it out like, hmm. I think I think there's something in there. I think you might want to check Psychic that out. Dog. You might want to check it. Just just check it. I think I might smell something in there. But um yeah, I think that there definitely is lessons learned. But I think that the rule of thumb is talk to people how you want to be talked to. Most people, if somebody texts you and say bring me uh whatever and you don't say good morning, like if it's morning time and it's the first time I talk to you, like at least say good morning. And it, I'm guilty ever sometimes with Tiana. Like, I'll send her a text because it's the first thing on my mind. And then I'll be like, oh, good morning. Because I know I didn't say good morning. But, like, I think if I think everybody appreciates that and we expect that from people. If they're going to text you or send you a message, you at least give them a greeting. Like Tiana said, you start with the greeting, you end with the, you know, conclusion. Like, at least just the bare minimum of that. Hello, what are your prices? <laughs> like, at least say hi, how are you? Introduce yourself. Like, this is just basic things, but I think people are so used to texting and the, like the disconnect with social media and online that they don't think the pleasantries are necessary. They never go out of style. Pleasantries are always being style. So please use them when you're reaching out to your business owner, your favorite business owner, because she's not your homegirl. You so okay. much. We greatly appreciate it as we should continue to have the same practices when we're reaching out to business owners. Because everybody slip up from time to time and we only human. You know, if you forget, say good morning. I mean GM. You can just say GM. I appreciate GM. I appreciate that GM. works for me. It's the least. It's the little things. Well, I guess that's it. Both yeah. our babies sleep. Yep, yep, yep. That's all we have for y'all. I think we um we pretty much we always do this whenever we've been gone for a long time. I think we didn't talk y'all ear off, and it's all good because I know y'all love to hear us. 
Mm-hmm. So you know how it goes. We thank you so much for tuning into this Dude. episode of Curls Culture Couture. We hope that you continue to rock out with us in 2020. We're really excited for the things that we have coming up. Of course, we're definitely going to have some more live podcasts. So if you weren't able to attend the first two in 2019, you best get your butt there in 2020. Yeah. Because it's going to be lit. Oh, we're bringing you some behind the ground interviews. We got a couple people um, yeah. that were yeah. got in the works. So stay tuned for that. Stay and close, stay close. I don't know if Tiana has a um, closing for 2020. I do. So you guys I think already she know if you've been listening what 2019 was. I didn't have a long mantra or anything like that. It was 2019 level up. Right? So 2020, go hard or go home season. That's it. Peace. <laughs>